0: Welcome to Winning the World for Christ, a Christ Church Way of the Cross podcast with Bishop Ronald Frazier. Christ Church proudly celebrates 20 years of ministry and service to God. Now, here's Bishop Frazier with today's message. Identity
1: theft. Hebrews chapter 10, beginning at verse number 1. For the law having a shadow of good things to come, And not the very image of the things can never with those sacrifices which they offer year by year continually make the comers thereunto perfect. For then would they not have ceased to be offered because that the worshipers once purged should have had no more conscience of sins. But in those sacrifices, there is a remembrance again made of sins every year. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he said, sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body has thou prepared me in burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin thou has had no pleasure then said i lo i come in the volume of the book it is written of me to do thy will O god above when he had said sacrifice and offering and burnt offerings and offering for sin Thou wouldest not, neither hast pleasure therein, which are offered by the Lord. Then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first, that he may establish the second. By which we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And every priest standeth daily ministering and offering oft times the same sacrifice, which can never take away sins. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand. Of God. I want to use this short subject, identity theft. Father, speak to our hearts the words of life. There is a thief among us who wants to steal our identity. But God, speak to our hearts the words of life and bind the hands of the enemy who comes but forth to steal, to kill, and to destroy But you said, I've come that you might have life and that you may have it more abundantly. Give us free course to share your word in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Identity theft is a real issue that we deal with here in our nation. People tell us that we need to shred our documents because your personal information can be taken and people can identify and use your social security number. Make up false ID and get credit cards in your name and just mess your credit up through identity theft. So they tell us to shred our papers and not leave our Social Security number laying around. And just be careful to check our credit. Go with all three bureaus and make sure what's on there is right. Because somebody else could be acting in your behalf and not with your best interest at all. Jesus was accused of being God. And if Jesus really wasn't God, then he suffered an identity theft. He was acting like something he really wasn't. And if Jesus is not God, then he's the greatest impostor that ever walked the face of the earth. He stole God's identity. He took his ID and showed up here on earth, proposing that he indeed was God. Oh. No, he was God. Pull his record, pull his card, and it'll say Emmanuel. God with us. Oh. You see, it gets a little tricky there because you begin to think about the image, the express image. He's being the express image of the Godhead. Jesus was the image. We, in photographer, used to use negatives. We don't use negatives now anymore, but when I was growing up, we had those old-fashioned black and white pictures, and we would develop the pictures. We would first have a negative, and you could lift up the negative to see the image of what it was taken with the camera. The negative expressed the image. It was a reflection of the true image. Put it through the right process and you could develop a picture. Jesus is the express image of God. You want to see what God is? Thomas said, Lord, show us the Father and it suffices. us. He said, I've been so long time with you, Thomas, and you've not known me. He that have seen me have seen the Father. Why? Because I am the Father are one. Remember the scripture in Deuteronomy 6 and 8, hero, children of Israel, the Lord our God is one. There's only one God because in order to be God, you must see all, know all, and be everywhere at the same time. And if three separate distinct personalities have to be know all, see all, be everywhere at the same time, there's going to be some problems there. I'm like the disciples. Can I sit on your right? Can I sit on your left? Well, somebody's already on my right. Somebody's already on my left. No. There was just a one God manifested as prophet, priest, and king. You say, well, preacher, I can't get with you this morning. Okay. Well, hang in there. He's a job warder. And if I'm not careful, I can take this water, which we call H. H2O, water. I can take this water and put it in the freezer and the water, which is water, will become but it's still H2O. You may call it ice. Bottom line, it's water. I can take the ice and put it on the stove, turn up the heat, and a little vapor or steam comes out. That steam is still H2O, which we call water or ice. If water can go and become ice or steam or vapor and as substance still be H2O water, how much more can God be who he wants to be and not cease to be who he is? When I look at man and how we are developed, he made us body, soul, and spirit. But you that one person, that one individual. You see, we need the body to make us world conscious. We need our spirit to make us God conscious. But that soul of us make us self conscious. I'm body, soul, and spirit, but it's only one of me. God, help me share this word. When we look at the tabernacle and how God gave us a picture of himself in the tabernacle, he gave us the outer cord. Go inside a little closer, you're in the inner cord. And when you really push it, you get into the holy of holiness, you're inside. The tabernacle. You had the outer court, you had the inner court, and you had the Holy of Holiness, but it was that one tabernacle. It's a mystery. And it's hard for you with our natural mind to understand the mysteries of God. This thing is spiritual, and it has to be spiritually discerned. And Jesus came. He knew exactly who he was. In fact, I like to say Jesus was God in his work clothes. He robed himself in flesh because there was work for him to do. He could have came down in all of his glory and all of his majesty, but we could not have handled it. He robed himself in flesh and walked among us, but he knew who he was. So much so that the devil, who knew who he was too? said, if you be the son of God, command these stones to be made bread. You see, he's questioning his very existence. And if you're not careful, the devil will steal your identity and have you to question who you are. You got to know who you are and be comfortable with who you are and stand in the fact that I am a son of God. Jesus did not look like who he was because the Jews were looking for a king. Your king is among you. But they looked at the crown, and the crown was a crown of thorns. Wait a minute. They looked at the robe, it was purple, but it was red. And blood stain. Sometimes you don't look like who you are. Now. It, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. now are we the sons of God. And it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. We are sons of God, and we're sons of God right now. But God knows sometimes we don't look like sons of God. We don't act like sons of God. We don't walk like sons of God. We don't talk like sons of God. In fact, we look like we're homeless. Look back of ours. Jobless. Without a father in this world. But don't you know who you are? You are a son of God. God is our Father. We belong to Him, and He's able to help us. Oh, God, look at this 10th chapter of Hebrews. For the Lord having a shadow of things to come. The Lord was just a shadow. It was only a reflection. The Bible says that the Lord was our schoolmaster to bring us up to grace. And if there's a shadow, there must be a light somewhere. The Lord was just a shadow reflecting the light who Jesus Christ is, the light. Oh, God. And so in this shadow, they would come year by year continually offering up a sacrifice. Oh, here it is, the day of atonement. It's that time of year again when we got to come and confess our sins for the whole year, bring it before the Lord and lay it at his feet. Every day. Year, dragging offerings and making this sacrifice to take care of our sins. And the sad part, of Hebrews 10 and 1 says, year continue make it the comers there unto perfect. It did not make them perfect. For then would they have not ceased to be offered. They didn't stop offering it because it wasn't going to make them perfect. Because the worshiper once purged should have no more conscience of sin. Yeah, yeah. But in those sacrifices, verse 3, there is a remembrance again made of sins every year. Every year. Here it comes again. Repetition. I'm, I'm in this rut again. I'm back here sacrificing again. It's day atonement. I've got I to lay my sins out before the Lord again. Again and again and again. For it's not possible that the blood of bulls, that the blood of goats should take away sins. Let me just say that the blood of these bulls, the blood of the goats, it only covered sin. If you cover something, snatch the cover, and it's removed, it's there. Clean the house, You, you swept all the dust, you got all that wonderful dirt. You got it all together. You lift up the rug and you sweep it under the rug. Guess what? It's still there. It's under the rug. But it's still there. That's what the sacrifice of the goats and the, the bulls, it only covered. It swept our sins under the rug. Do you see it? Verse 5. Wherefore when he cometh into the world, he said, sacrifice and offering. Thou wouldest not, but a body has thou prepared me. Jesus Jesus was God embodied in man. Oh God, help me share this word. Jesus was God embedded in man. You see, man. Our fallen Adam and mankind had fallen into sin. And the only way we could get out of sin, a man without sin, had to die in our stand. The problem is everyone born from Adam was contagious and contaminated with a sin disease in his blood. And so no man that was born of Adam, come from Adam, was without sin sin in his bloodstream all our blood was tainted and contaminated that's why the Holy Spirit overshadowed the Virgin Mary and Jesus was born not with a natural biological father not from the blood of Adam but from the blood of God himself oh God help me share this word he was without sin And it was important that he operate here on earth as Jesus, the son of God. That gets me a little confused, preacher. I don't get it. Yes, you get it. Because God could not come or would not come in all of his glory. He had work to do. There are certain clothes you wear to work. And there are certain clothes you wear to church. God had work to do, so he took off his royal robe, the train that filled the temple, and he dressed and veiled himself in his work clothes. He put on his work clothes and called himself Jesus. He was not suffering identity theft. He had not stolen the identity of God. He made it clear that I am who I am. He called. said Moses said, Lord, who shall I say sent me? He said, say, I am have sent me. And when Jesus said, I am that I am, he was pulling the card of God that God used in the Old Testament to let you know that the God of the Old Testament is Jesus in the New. I am that I am. I am. In fact, they pushed him to the point where they said, we're going to take your life. Let me make it play. No man take my life. I lay it down. And when I'm ready, I'm going to pick it back up. He wasn't suffering from no identity theft. He knew who he was. If you be the son of God, command these stones to be made bread. The tempter was trying to get him to reveal himself. But you got to understand, there is a time and there is a place when God will reveal who he is. In fact, there were times when he did miracles and people's eyes became open and they realized it was God among them. And they wanted to run and tell. And he said, no, no, wait, wait, don't tell her yet. I know you experienced a miracle. I know you got a revelation, but don't tell her yet. You know, there's some things you can't tell, some things you want to tell. But God put you on lockdown. My lips are sealed until the right time, the time of release. When God releases it, you got to tell it. Yeah. Oh, God. And so we see he was offering these burnt offerings. And I love the scripture that says, And burnt offering sacrifice for sin, thou hast no pleasure. Verse 7. Then said I, lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me to do thy will, O God. You can go back and look in the book from Genesis to Revelation. It all points to Jesus. He wasn't a Johnny come lately. Somebody that just showed up on the scene. Even in Genesis, in the beginning, he was there in the beginning. When the beginning began, he was there. Look at Genesis 3.15. He said, the seed of the woman shall bruise the head of the serpent. Who's the seed of the woman? Jesus that's going to bruise the head of the serpent. You can see in Genesis 12 and 13, he told Abraham, I will bless them that bless thee. And I'm going to curse them that curse thee. And he said, in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Amen. How in the world will all the families of the earth be blessed to Abraham? Because Abraham is going to birth Jesus, the Messiah, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Son of God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, It's in the book, Genesis 49 and 10. It says the scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver between his feet until Shiloh come. And unto him shall the gathering of the people be. The scepter, that ruling rod that the king holds in his hand shall not depart from Judah nor a lawgiver between his feet until Shiloh comes. Genesis 49 and 10. Who is Shiloh? It's Jesus. He is the lawgiver. The government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. It's right there in the book. It's written of him. Lo, I come in the volume of the book. It's written of me to do thy will. Deuteronomy 6 and 8. Hero, O Israel, the Lord our God is. Job 19 and 25. Job even said, I know my Redeemer liveth. And he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. Listen to that word. Redeemer. Bye-bye. Never. To sell again. Job said, okay, after the skin worms destroy my body. Yeah, you're going to destroy my flesh, but that's okay. Because I know. My Redeemer, the one that's going to redeem me, he lives. Put him in the grave. He's only going to stay there three days and three nights. Because on the third day, he's coming up. See it? Songs 40 and 7. Lo, I come in the volume. Here it is again. I come in the volume of the book. Thank you. It is written to me. I delight to do thy will. Psalms 118 verse 22. The stone that the builders rejected, oh God, is become the headstone of a corner. The most precious stone in the building is the cornerstone. And the one that they pushed aside. The one they said was never going to be anything. And that's what the whole church is built upon. He told Peter, upon this rock, I'll build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Do you see it? Psalms 118 verse 2. Blessed be he that cometh in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you out of the house of Oh, the Lord blesses he that cometh in the name of the Lord oh he's suffering from identity theft he stole God's identity he's he's just acting like he's God pretending to be God no 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 because God was manifested in the flesh yeah. oh God thank you Isaiah 11 1 through 5 talk about the stem out of Jesse a branch shall grow out of his roots. <sighs> he was indeed God. Now, I'm sharing these scriptures to let you know that if he really wasn't God, then Satan would have left him alone. Come on. But he pushed him and he taunted him and he tried to get him to reveal who he was. Amen. And then hell had a party on the day he was crucified. We got them just where we want them. And what did the thief say? If you be the Son of God, come save yourself. And by the way, save us too. If you really who you are, you really who you say you are, save yourself. He wasn't suffering from identity. He knew who he was. He settled that thing in his spirit. I know who I am. I'm a man on a mission. I come with a purpose. I must redeem mankind. He was driven. Now, flip it. Okay, if Jesus is God, who is Satan? Who is the Antichrist? He stole God's identity. And the Antichrist is going to set up an image, and he's going to make those that are left to worship the image. Oh, God, thank you. Why are you worshiping the image? Because we worship God, and I'm setting myself up as God in the temple? I have a real identity problem. You're Satan. You're not God. No, I am going to make everyone worship me as God. I'm going to set it up so you can't buy or sell unless you have the mark in your right hand or on your forehead. What's his number? Oh, some of you already know. You're playing the numbers now. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. 666, <laughs> six, six. the number man. And the Antichrist have a system in place. He's going to steal the identity of God. And for three and a half years, people are going to begin to think that he is indeed God. But when the truth is told and his identity is pulled, he's going to realize, hey, this is not God. Worshiping a pig in the temple, causing a sacrifice to see women. What is this? You're not God. Oh, God. And then the Jews' eyes will be open, and they're going to say, we killed the Messiah. The Messiah, Jesus the Messiah, was indeed God and we killed him. And look what we have in the temple now. (laughs) Do you see it? So my message is identity theft. And my point is God has made us sons of God. We've taken on the identity of our father. How do you know that? Because to trace, and you really want to find out who child it is, you go get a blood test. And the father's blood is going to show up in the child. Test our blood, and the blood of our father is going to show up that we're sons of God. That we belong to Jesus. He is our father. Do you see it? So when I say identity theft, the devil is trying to tell us, you know what? You a sinner. You act like a sinner. You walk like a sinner. You talk like a sinner. But you got to tell if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. The old things are passed away. And behold, all things are become new. I was a sinner. But I'm a saint now. I'm a child of God now. I'm saved now. I got a new identity now. I know who I am. I'm a child of God. And saints, you got to know who you are. Because if you know who you are, whatever the devil tell you, you got to take it to my father. Yeah, but you used to serve me. You used to work for me. You used to be on my side. Yeah, but I had a blood transfusion. Go test the blood. Let's do a blood test. And the blood test is going to show that I've been down in the name of Jesus. The blood test is going to reveal that I've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. The blood test is going to reveal that I got a new DNA. The blood test is going to reveal that Jesus is in control of my life. Oh, I'm a son of God. Uh, I'm a king's kid. There's royalty in my blood. I have an inheritance. I'm on my way somewhere. I am special. There is something about me that's different. I belong to God. God belongs to me. I'm in the family of God. Yeah, but you don't even walk like you're in the family of God. I'm in the family of God. You're not talking like you're in the family of God. I'm in the family of God. In fact, you're not even dressing like you're in the family of God. I'm in the family of God. How do you know that? Because God is my daddy. And it does not yet appear what I shall be. But I know that when he shall appear, I shall be like him. For I'm going to see him as he is. The Bible says, And every man that had this hope in him purifies himself even as he's pure. That's why you got to shake things and loose things because you're going somewhere you got a destiny you got a divine assignment and you got to walk into it and sometimes it makes you uncomfortable where you've got to walk but you got to walk like he tell you to walk you got to do what he tell you to do because you're on a mission like Jesus was on a mission Oh, this thing is in my spirit I come in the volume of the book Verse 10 says about that which we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all, he did it once. And every priest standeth daily ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifice, which could never take away sin. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, he sat down on the right hand of God. I said, There you go again. She so preaches it. gotta be three because he sat on the right hand of God. So God have a right hand, do God have a left hand? Does God have a right foot and does God have a left foot? Ten toes or to eleven. No, no, no. No, 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 no. God is not a man that he should lie. It puts us that right hand as a place of authority. All power was given unto him. And Jesus is seated at the right hand. He's the place of authority. Yeah. Yeah. Well, preacher, you, you're just a little deep this morning. You talked about putting the cookies down a little low. Can you put cookies just a little low? Okay, let's just do it. ABC, wow. Come on. A, understand he's always there. Yeah. B, understand he will bless you. And he will make you bountifully blessed. See, he's careful to help you when you can't help yourself. D, he is a deliverer. He'll deliver you no matter what have you bowed. E, he's excellent. He's an everlasting God. Oh, God, how excellent is your name? F, he's faithful. He's faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all of your sin. G, he's the God of grace. When I get in trouble and I say it's me again, he gives me a little more grace. He's generous in his grace. He's my helper. He's my paracleta. He's the one that runs beside me to help me when I'm in trouble. He's my hero. He's my heart. Ah, He said, I am. I am that I am. It's no identity theft. He's God. I am who I am. Jay, he's my judge. I'm not going looking for another. He's already condemned me. He condemned me and then died for me. Oh, God, he's my judge. K, he's my king. Hell Jesus, king of kings. You're my king. You're my lord. You're my savior. You're king of kings. L, he's the lion of Judah. Oh, bless his name. M, he's the mighty God. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling. He's a right now God. He's a present help in the time of trouble. Oh, he's a mission. Oh, he's omnipotent. Oh, he's omnipresent. He sees all, knows all. He's everywhere at the same time. Be, he's powerful. Be, he's a provider. He will provide for all of your needs. Quick, Q, he's a quick one. Oh, he's our righteousness. He's our redeemer. Oh, he's the one that will revive us. In three days, he's going to revive us. Yes, he's our savior. He's our sanctifier. He's the one that satisfies the longing of my soul. T, he's our treasurer. T, he's our teacher. T, I trust him. He's the one I put my trust in. Oh, you, he's an understanding God. You, he's a universal God. He's everywhere where I go. Oh, he's my victory. Thanks be to God, which gives us the victory. Oh, God, W, he's a way maker. He's my x-ray. He sees me from the inside out. Man looked on the outward appearance, but God looked at the heart, and he loves me anyhow. Wow, he's not a sometimey God. He's the same yesterday. Today and forevermore. See, he is Zion. Key. Look at the ABC Whatever you need, He's not stealing your identity. He's no identity self, but He'll pull you in Him. Oh God. So you can walk with Him. You can talk with Him. You can fellowship with Him. God, beloved, we can sit with Him in heavenly places. Oh, take a trip to the outer court. You're going to find him there. He's the laver. He's the brazen altar. Go inside the inner court. You're going to find him there. Get inside the holy of holiness. You're going to find him there. He's the prophet. Yes, he is. He's the priest. Yes, he is. He ever liveth to make intercession for us. And certainly he's my key. Whatever you need is wrapped up in Jesus. You're suffering from identity theft. Somebody stole your identity. I want you to know God is in this place. And he wants to give you back your identity. So they all know who you are. You know, kids can be so cruel. They can call you fatso, but that's all right. That's not your name. They can call you head, but that's not your name. They can call you this, and they can call you that, and they can call you all kinds of things. But when you know you're the son of God, whatever you call me, call me a child of God. Call me a blood-washed, Holy Ghost-filled child of God. Because I'm redeemed by the blood of Jesus. I'm washed in this blood. Come on, stand on your feet. Lord, I know who I am. I'm your child. And you love me. You died for me. You made a way of escape that I could bear it. When there was sin in my life, you washed me in your blood. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, how precious is that blood. God, I thank you for the blood. The blood, the blood, the blood, the blood have signed my name. Thank you for the redeeming blood. Thank you for the healing blood. Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you. In the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Lord, maybe there's one another of my forth. Maybe they made up their mind. I want to be saved. I want to be delivered. I want to be healed. I want to be set free. This is my day. I pray to save the soul that's nearest hell. Let them get that identity changed. Wash them in your blood. Baptize them in your word. Change them, Lord. From the inside out, change her, Lord. Let her know that there's a change coming.
0: You've just heard Bishop Ronald Fraser with a powerful message. If you'd like to learn more about our ministry, feel free to drop by our website, www.ChristChurchInc.org. We're also on Facebook at ChristchurchINC and Instagram at Christ underscore church underscore inc. Winning the World for Christ was produced by Sando Savant Media. Music is provided by the O'Neill Brothers Group. You can find more of their wonderful music at www.oneilbrothersgroup.com. We thank you for listening to today's message and truly hope that it was a blessing to you. Tune in next week for another great word. Until then, have a blessed week.